0: Hi guys, it's Claire, and this is the Coached by Claire podcast. Each episode, I'm going to be talking about the common barriers that people face when it comes to embarking on a fat loss or weight loss journey, and offer helpful solutions so that you might find the pursuit of a healthier you more enjoyable. Hi guys, welcome to episode 11. As always, thank you for coming back. I appreciate your support so much. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about... How to deal with and manage those evening overindulgences and the weekend overindulgences. Sometimes I'll will refer them to them as binges, and I know lots of you will say, like, oh, I binge in the evening or I binge at the weekends. Um, and I think that term is fine to use as long as we know that what I'm referring to is here is not a binge eating disorder. I am referring to people who probably because they've over-restricted themselves in the day or during the week, then get to the weekend and kind of let loose and think, fuck it, I'm just going to eat everything, Um, which I'm not an expert. I just want to say that first and foremost in eating disorders, but um, that sort of behaviour is, I know, different from an actual binge eating disorder. So I just want to make that clear for anybody that's listening. And if anybody is listening who has a binge eating disorder and feels like they need help and advice this is probably not the place to get it Um, but if you're not sure who to go to or if you don't want to go to your GP I do know not personally but uh, from the internet some really good resources and places you could go to get help if you need it. Anyway, with that being said, let's dive on into the episode, and I hope that you find it helpful and I hope that you enjoy it. So I'm going to start by talking about the evening binges that we have, and I touched on this the other day in the in the podcast where I talked about the keto diet and intermittent fasting, because intermittent fasting is definitely something that can lead you to binge more in the evening. Because when you hold your food back for the first half of the day, your hunger is going to really peak. And then when you eat, you will definitely feel, or not definitely, a lot of people will feel less satisfied than from their meals because their hunger has peaked to such a high level. Um, And then you get this like uncontrollable urge to eat in the evening. Now, this is just me speaking from a personal experience and B experience with clients who have done this as well or who have found this or people I've spoken to that have then said to me oh yeah actually I tried eating earlier and it really worked so if you are a person who holds back your food in the morning and tries to push it back as late as possible but then you're you're finding that you're really binging in the evenings so or you're getting those uncontrollable urges then try eating earlier in the day and just see if that helps like if you're hungry in the morning eat in the morning there is absolutely nothing wrong with doing that it's not going to affect your rate of fat loss the only thing that will affect your rate of fat loss is how much or how far into a calorie deficit you are so the timings that you eat really don't matter in terms of in terms of like calories and how much fat you're losing but they just matter in terms of how they then affect your behavior Um, as I said, I I won't, I won't go back over it too much because I've just done a whole podcast on it, but intermittent fasting does work for some people. Some people find that is a really beneficial way to set up their day. And that is great if it works for you. I'm not saying that nobody should do it, but I'm just saying this is definitely a common theme that can come from intermittent fasting. So if you do intermittent fasting or you tend not to eat till later in the day but you find you binge a lot in the evening, then definitely bring your first meal forward and have it earlier. So another thing that you can do to reduce the likelihood that you're going to binge in the evening is look at what types of foods you're actually eating in the day and also for dinner at night. A lot of us are on the go all the time we're very busy there's always things to be done We're a lot of us are on the move a lot of the time and so many many people eat a lot of convenience foods and the problem with convenience foods things that you get ready packaged from supermarkets are that they tend to be fairly low volume for the amount of calories they are And you will always find that you can make something much higher volume, much more satiating at home for either the same or way less calories. Something that I really like to have on the go is yogurt and granola. I get like 200 grams of Greek yogurt. About thirty grams of granola, some frozen mixed berries, some dark chocolate, chop it up on top, a little bit of sweet freedom syrup. It's delicious, and it really fills me up. Sometimes, if I'm feeling crazy, I'll chuck a banana on there as well. Um, and I know that you can get like yogurt pots with granola on from the supermarket, but I always find that they're quite small for the calories. So what I make at home, is much more volume and also way tastier. Um, So look at the types of food you're eating. If you are on the go a lot and you're grabbing foods, ready-made foods from the supermarket, sandwiches, that sort of thing, you're going to be getting really low volume for your calories, which obviously low volume is then not going to fill you up. And you're going to feel hungrier later in the day which leads me on to the next point of food prep so from looking at then what you eat you may need to look at then how you prep your food and how you set yourself up in terms of organization now again i know lots of people are busy and free prep is a ball ache but if you have a goal that you want to get to sometimes you've got to suck it up and get on with it and I don't mean that in a nasty way um at all but you know I speak to a lot of people sometimes that they're like oh well I can't do that and I can't do this because I have this or I have that or you know this is the way my life looks but if your goal is important to you at some point you need to look at okay right if this is what i need to do to get to to that goal maybe i need to look at how i can like reorganize this slightly or cut out a bit of time here and put it there so i can do this that's going to help me so and and food prep is one of those things that i think a lot of people are really reluctant to do and i'm not suggesting that you prep your food for the whole week because i don't do that i like to quite often decide what I'm going to have on the day or the day before but I know if I'm going to work a shift at the hospital or I know if I've got a really busy day in terms of like meetings or check-ins or anything like that then I will make sure that I can easily access prepped food that I don't have to waste time like making on the day and I know it's going to fit into my calories and it's got a good amount of protein in it and it's going to benefit me and it will stop me particularly if I'm working at the hospital from going off down to the canteen and grabbing something that's just there and convenient which is not going to fill me up and is going to be huge in terms of calories so food prep is another key thing something else I want to touch on and I don't know if this is obvious or not but I talk to my clients quite a lot about it when I like do my f- my food shopping videos for them and stuff but making sure that your food is tasty and I think I feel like when I say that out loud it sounds really fucking obvious well like yeah duh of course you want your food to be tasty but I often think that people don't put enough time or effort into making their food delicious seasoning is just so underrated I think spices garlic chili flakes salt pepper whatever it is that's your jam use it to season your food because there's nothing worse than bland or tasteless food when you're really hungry and you're looking forward to something and then you come to eat it and it's just a bit shit so yeah maybe it's really obvious and maybe lots of people do do this already but i just think taking care of your food and making sure that it's tasty is just such a key factor in keeping me feeling satisfied uh, which then i feel leads to me feeling less hungry i actually forgot at the beginning of the podcast to say that i made a whole instagram and tiktok reel about this but i wanted to do a podcast to do a bit more of like a deep dive on it and one of the things that I touched on in the reel was about making sure that you're drinking enough fluid throughout the day. Now this one is definitely something that I wanted to expand on a little bit because when I was a child growing up, a teenager, living at home with my parents basically, I would get told quite a lot that when I was hungry to have a glass of water, because I probably wasn't hungry and I was probably just thirsty. And I really think that that has not helped me in terms of recognizing and trusting my own hunger cues. So I don't want anybody for one second to think like, when they're really hungry, that they should just go and drink a glass of water instead. That is not what I'm saying. However, dehydration can lead to you feeling more hungry and drinking enough fluid will help stop you from feeling so ravenous. So if you are somebody who is not good at drinking water, like if you're drinking like under a litre of water a day, I would absolutely look at increasing your fluid intake. If you're already drinking between one and two litres of water a day, you're probably okay. Um, But it is just something to think about. And by the way, mum, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. And, um... I did speak to her in person about this the other day because I also made another TikTok reel on this a while ago. Um, And it's not, this is not me throwing any shade at my mum or saying, you know, she's a bad mum because she told me to drink water instead of eating. Like, of course, absolutely not. My mum is incredible. She's amazing and wonderful and I love her. Um, But it's just something that as I've gotten older, I think I've realised like it probably wasn't a helpful thing to be told if that makes sense. Anyway the next thing that is a really good tip and probably again really underrated and one of the most important things that I do now with all of my evening meals and also well I try and do it with all of my meals if I'm at home but definitely always my evening meals is having a big side salad or a big side dish of leafy greens so whether that is tender stem broccoli cabbage a bowl of roasted sprouts i know it sounds weird um a big bowl of salad leaves something that is really high volume and super low calorie and again i'm going to go back and talk about taste just because you're having a big bowl of salad leaves or a big Side of leafy greens, they do not have to taste like shit. You can make them super tasty. Stick your tender stem broccoli in an air fryer or lay it out on a tray and put it in the oven. Spray it with a bit of fry light, put some salt and pepper on top, and grate some garlic onto it. Oh my god, it's so tasty! And you know, you can make really great salad dressings for your salad leaves that are fairly low calorie and are not going to break the bank in terms of calories and what you're eating Um, so they don't have to taste like shit. But the reason that these are really good to have is because we all have this thing where we get to dinner right in the evening, probably because we've tried intermittent fasting or we haven't eaten enough that day, we've had convenient snacks that haven't been high volume enough. Um, and we probably haven't, you know, drank enough water. We're probably a bit dehydrated and we get to the evening and we're really fucking ravenous and your meal is put in front of you. And I don't know about you, but I am really good at hoovering my food down without giving it a second thought and being completely distracted while I'm doing that. I'm trying to like stop the dogs from chewing each other or chasing the cats I'm probably scrolling on my phone I'm trying to like maybe tidy up the dining table at the same time that I'm trying to eat my food you know we're not good at sitting down and just enjoying our meals so by having a bowl of something on the side what you're going to do is you're going to get your meal in you're going to sit down and you are going to firstly dig in to the side dish the salad leaves the leafy greens whatever it is that you've chosen remember it just needs to be high volume low calorie and you're going to dig into that first and you're going to eat a good portion you don't have to eat all of it but you're going to eat a good portion of that before you start eating your main meal and that is going to help fill you up slightly get rid of that insatiable hunger that you're feeling like oh my god i need to eat right now it's going to calm that right down and then you're going to be able to sit and enjoy your main meal mindfully and slowly without hoovering the whole thing up and then feeling like you could eat it all over again i promise you if you do this this is such an underrated thing it's it's helped me so much in terms of staying full and feeling satisfied after I've eaten my dinner. So if you try all of those things please let me know how you get on and let me know if it helps curb those urges to binge a little bit in the evening um, and, and settle them down a bit. I would love to hear back from people about how you get on with putting those things into practice. It doesn't always work straight away, sometimes it takes a little time, sometimes you've really got to work hard to do some of those things, they're not you know, particularly like the food prep, they're not just things that are going to come really easy. But then some of them are really easy things to do that you can implement. So defo, let me know how you get on. Let's talk about then weekend binges. And the way this is slightly different, because I think weekend binges we look at, in not because we're really... um, hungry necessarily although sometimes we can be if we've over restricted too much in the week but quite a lot of people look at the weekend as their like downtime their reward time for having worked really hard all week and then use that as the excuse to like oh fuck it it's the weekend oh fuck it it's sunday i always have a day off on sunday so i'm gonna dive in to the practical things that you can do to help stop you from binging at the weekend Okay, so firstly, you need to make sure that you are eating well between the week, between the week, during the week and not eating so low or holding your food back so much that then you get to the weekend and you're ravenous. A little bit like with the evening binges when you restrict food too much in the day. So make sure that you're eating well in the week. However, there are things that you can do in the week that will mean you can spend a few more calories at the weekend. What you have to remember with a calorie target is that you need to be in a deficit over time to lose fat. You don't have to be in that exact deficit every single day. If over a period of a whole week, overall you're in a deficit, that week your body will use up excess stored energy in order to function which means you will lose fat so something I do with my clients if they are going out or they've got plans at the weekend is I will encourage them if they want to to and if it's appropriate to do so to cycle some calories so they might take one to 200 calories from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday and then come Saturday when they're going out they've either got 500 or a thousand extra calories to spend on that social occasion, whether it's dinner or drinks, whatever it is. I don't recommend that people do this every single week. You can if you want to, but I just find in terms of um, like mentally and how it affects your behavior, it's good to sometimes just be like consistently in your deficit, and remember that like you don't always have to go overboard at the weekend. Um, but cycling calories can be a really useful tool to add a bit of a buffer. What it won't do is add so much of a buffer that you can just go wild and not take note of anything. You will still need to be considered about how you approach the weekend. And the social occasions that you've got, a really good way of being considered about that is to set yourself some targets or some limits. So something that I like to do, I don't, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before or not, but I, if I'm, I don't really drink very often to be honest. Um, it's really kind of like once in a blue moon. But what I've started doing this year is choosing my drink of choice and logging it on my Fitness Pal before I go out. So my drink of choice is Prosecco because it's really easy for me to log. I can literally go into the supermarket, scan a bottle of Prosecco on the shelf, and it's in there. I don't have to buy the bottle of Prosecco, I can just scan it. Because like if I'm going out to a restaurant or whatever, I don't want to have to say to them, oh, could you bring me the bottle so I can scan it into my Fitness Pal, please? So Prosecco is my drink of choice. And I will usually go absolutely worst case scenario, which if I log eight glasses of Prosecco, that's a whole liter of Prosecco, which is 900 calories. I am very unlikely to be able to drink eight glasses of Prosecco because I'm such a lightweight. So by doing that, I know that that is absolute worst case scenario and I'm not going to go over that. So that's one thing that you can do and and set yourself a target. Obviously, it doesn't have to be that many. You can set it lower than that. You could set yourself like a five drinks limit and your drink doesn't have to be Prosecco. It could be gin and tonic. It could be beer, like red wine, whatever, whatever alcohol it is that tickles your pickle that you like to drink. Make that choice and stick with it and that way you can... Still enjoy your drinks, but you know that you're much less likely to just go right off the rails and go wild, and also you can pre-plan for it in terms of calories. So just going back to what I was saying before about still being considered, this is how you're gonna stop yourself from like having worked hard all week, cycled some calories ready for the weekend, but then just completely blown everything out of the water because you've not been able to manage actually what you're doing at the weekend so if food is involved in your weekend plans and you find that is mostly where you kind of veer off track at the weekend and you just think fuck it it's the weekend i'm gonna eat everything i'm gonna have a start i'm gonna have a main i'm gonna have dessert or maybe you always like will go to a family members on a sunday for a sunday roast i appreciate that those things are difficult to track um And sometimes it's guesswork and sometimes you just can't track them at all. But that doesn't mean that you can't make more beneficial choices that are going to align better with what your goal is. And a really good way of doing that is by, if you're presented with starter main dessert alcohol, pick two of those things to have. Don't have it all. Maybe have, you know a main and a dessert, or have a starter and a main, or have a main and alcohol, or if you really want, have dessert and alcohol, like whatever it is that's going to make you happiest, or you feel is gonna benefit you most. But choose, instead of having all four, just choose two. And the other thing is to remind yourself that you don't have to go fully overboard and go crazy to enjoy yourself you're still going to have just as nice of a time if you don't eat your body weight in dessert or, you know, whatever it is as well as setting yourself targets and choosing to have some but not all of everything something else that is super important that you do if you're going out for lunch or if you're going out for dinner is to make sure that you either have a good breakfast if you're going out for lunch or have a good breakfast and lunch if you're going out for dinner there is no point in withholding food all day to save as many calories as possible for the evening because you're going to do that thing where you get there and you're so hungry you just the ability to say no to something that you know doesn't align with your choices is so much less like it's so much harder to say no to stuff when you're really hungry it's like going food shopping when you haven't eaten yet that day it's the worst thing you could possibly do so making sure that you've had you know a nice high protein low calorie breakfast and lunch beforehand that's going to keep you your hunger levels kind of at bay then when you get to dinner you're going to much more easily be able to make those sensible choices And the last thing I'm going to touch on, which is really important for both of these things, for for reducing the likelihood that you're going to binge in the evening and at the weekend, is to remind yourself of why your goals are your goals. Why did you make that goal? What difference will achieving that goal make to your life? How will it positively impact you? That is your why and that's why it's important to you. It's not just because you want to lose weight or because you want to like fit into this dress. It goes deeper than that. So make sure that you connect with what that is and remind yourself about that. And by doing that, you will then enable yourself to put that at the centre of all decisions and choices that you make, which will mean that your behaviour much better aligns with what your goals are and therefore will help you stay on track and help you work towards your goals. I hope that you found all of these tips and tricks helpful. They are things that I practice myself and they are things that I get my clients to do as well and I know that they work. If anyone wants to talk about anything further that I've mentioned today or if anyone has any questions please don't hesitate to slide into my DMs as always, I'm always happy for a chat. You know where to find me on the social by now. The links are also in like the podcast notes. And if anyone is interested in coaching or wants more information about coaching, again, either reach out to me into my into my DMs, or visit my website coachedbyclaire.com.